Are you in search of a closer relationship with Jesus Christ and a better understanding of the basic truths of Christian faith? If so, please join us for Simple Secrets of the Kingdom, a series of Bible studies developed by Reverend James Otterness and taught by Skip Hedgepeth, board member of Good News Ministries and Bible teacher at Christ Church in Midland, Texas. Hi, I'm Skip Hedgepeth and welcome to another edition of Simple Secrets of the Kingdom. In our last uh, few sessions, we've been studying about God's answer for the problem of sin. And that answer comes in the person of God's only beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, in the last session, at the very end, I was talking about the amazing benefit of God's grace, which is available to you through faith in Jesus. And I said that there's uh, this amazing grace is God's gift to you, and you, so you get Jesus, you get God's grace through faith in Him, but you get so much more, so much more through faith in Jesus. And today, we're in this, in this lesson, we're going to learn about some of that much, much more, which comes in the work, in the presence of God's Holy Spirit in your life. And so, as always, before we get into the Word and in the study for today, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Father in heaven, how we love you so much. Thank you that you first loved us and provided a way for us out of our sin. Thank you for the hope that we have in Jesus. And Lord, today as we open up your word, I pray that the words of Jesus would touch uh, our hearts today, that you would draw us closer to you and that you would give us all just a further open awareness of all the gifts that you have for all who come to you by faith. Bless us to this end today. In Jesus' name, amen. And so, I talked about today's lesson is, is about the work of the Spirit in your life. And first of all, let me say this to you before we get started, that uh, today, if you know Jesus as your Savior, then you have the Holy Spirit, the third person of God's Trinity, uh, you have the Spirit of God living in you through faith. And that's a promise of the scripture that, uh, where Paul says, no man can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So today, if you say that Jesus is Lord of your life, then that means that the Spirit of God is living in you. And so this study is sort of like, uh, it's a lesson to help you understand the benefit that you've already received if you know Jesus as your Lord. Uh, because living in you is the power of God through the work of the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to go to uh, John chapter 14 today and see what Jesus has to say about the, the Holy Spirit living in you. And we're going to do it in kind of a, uh, maybe kind of an old-fashioned way in a sense. We're going to go back to, uh, to grammar school in a way. And we're going to look at the structure of the sentences from the Scripture. And we're going to look at the nouns who say who the Holy Spirit is. And we're going to look at the verbs, the other side of the sentence, and see what the Holy Spirit does for you. And so that's what you'll see coming up on your screen is, is it broken down this way. So uh, let's read in John chapter 14, and we're going to begin in verse 15. Gospel of John 14, verse 15 uh, through 17. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. 
and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you, and he will be in you. And so uh, Jesus describes the Holy Spirit, first of all, as a counselor. And, uh, and then he says another time, another counselor. And, uh, and so, and the spirit of truth. So first of all, the Holy Spirit is a counselor. And uh, you have living in you your own personal, full-time, around-the-clock counselor who is far greater than Dr. Phil could ever be because this counselor is a perfect counselor. Uh, he lives in you. He's your perfect counselor, and he will, as you, as you seek his truth, he will guide you into the truth. He's called the spirit of truth, Jesus says, and he will be with you forever. And so uh, your counselor is on permanent duty, Jesus says. He'll be with you forever. He's going to dwell with you, and dwell is just kind of a... a a, uh, an old-fashioned word, a biblical kind of word that means live. Uh, he will live in you. You dwell in your dwelling place. And so uh, the Spirit of God makes His home in you, and he will, be, he will be with you forever, and He will dwell in you. And so while the disciples uh, walked the earth with Jesus, Jesus came and lived among them. He lived with them. And then in one place he says, it's far better for you if I go. And what he meant by that is that while I'm here with you for a while, the Spirit who is coming will not only be with you, but he will live in you. He is your internal counselor, your internal guide, who will guide you into the truth as you come across situations in your life and you don't know which way to go. The Spirit of God is living in you. And as you listen to Him and talk to Him and ask Him for His guidance, He will counsel you with that perfect counsel that comes from God. Um, and so uh, the Spirit of God will not only talk to you, He will work in you by speaking to you in your conscience so that as your conscience convicts you, in, in your decision-making on a daily basis. Which way do I go? What are the ethical things that I should do? Is this a decision that's going to be right for me and the right thing to do? The Spirit of God will work in your conscience to help guide you into the truth. Uh, this is one of the amazing benefits that comes with knowing Jesus. Maybe today you're out there trying to decide about a, a tough decision in your life, some decision maybe about a relationship or about anything else because God cares about everything that's going on in your life. If you need the counsel of a perfect counselor, go to him and say, Holy Spirit, be my guide and show me which way to go today. And he'll do that. Let's go to uh, John chapter 14 now, verses 25 and 26. And we'll get some more about who this counselor is for you. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. 
And so here Jesus says that the counselor, the Holy Spirit, uh, is sent in his name to you. And all that means is that the Spirit of God comes in the authority of God. He is sent in the name of Jesus. It's much like uh, when we send an ambassador from the United States uh, off to another country to take care of our country's business there. That ambassador goes in the name of the United States of America, which just means he is sent by them and he comes with the authority of the United States behind him. And so the Spirit of God comes in Jesus' name to live in you, comes with that authority. And then, uh, then, then John teaches us that he will, he will teach you all things. Notice here he says he will teach you all things. The Holy Spirit is not an it. The Holy Spirit is a person, a person, the third person of the Trinity, which is made up of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Three persons, one God, all united in one. So uh, God the Spirit will teach you all things. And so uh, you have not only a counselor that lives in you through faith in Jesus, you have a teacher, which means he will teach you about the will of God for your life. And there's, there's no better place ever to be than in the will of God. Uh, when you're in the will of God, only then will you have peace. And your, the, your Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, your guide is also your counselor and he's your teacher. And he will bring to remembrance all that Jesus has said to you. And so this is always one of my prayers when I, when I sit down to, to, to teach these studies to you, is that the Holy Spirit will bring to my remembrance what, I need, what he wants me to say to you, things that I've learned in the past, that I've experienced through faith in him, scriptures that I've read. And uh, he is always faithful to do that. So uh, my wife is involved in teaching a children's Bible study. And in their Bible study, they teach children from a very, very early age, babies, all the way up to uh, somewhere around four years of age or so. And they teach these children the scripture. So little bitty children, tiny children, are memorizing the word of God. And what, that, what happens with that is that they, they memorize the word so the word is in them. So that uh, when they get on in their life and they grow, they get in a situation where they need to hear that word. The Holy Spirit will take it and bring it into their remembrance. So they'll be able to draw from the power of God through the Word of God by the work of the Spirit in their lives. So I want to encourage you today to read the Scripture. Not only read it, but take it into your heart and memorize it so that your, the Spirit of God will bring into your remembrance the Word of God. And you can, uh, uh, you can deal with life's problems and situations as they come through the power of the Word. I know this is true in my own life because I... Uh, I sometimes am tempted and burdened by worries, uh, worries of life. And, and when I'm tempted in that way, a lot of times the Spirit of God will bring into my remembrance this verse from Philippians chapter 4. And he says, have no anxiety about anything, 
but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So when I feel anxious and the Spirit brings this into my remembrance, He reminds me, instead of just worrying, give my worries to God in prayer. And this is another exchange, uh, like I talked about in the last program. There's this wonderful exchange where I can give Him my worries and He can give me His peace a peace that passes all understanding. And uh, that's the kind of peace that is far greater than any other kind of peace that the world might ever offer you. So uh, the Spirit of God is your counselor, your guide, and also your teacher and will help you remember the things of God. Let's go to John chapter 15 now and look at verses 26 and 27. John 15. But when the Counselor comes, who I, whom I shall send to you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness to me. And you are also witnesses, because you have been with me from the beginning. And so again, Jesus refers here to the Spirit as the Counselor. That's on the noun side of the page. Who is it? He's the Counselor. He's the Spirit of truth. And so if you're going to have a Counselor, you want a Counselor who's going to speak the truth to you. Uh, because if the counselor is lying to you, then he's going to lead you in a direction that's not good. So your counselor, the Holy Spirit, when you believe in Jesus, that counselor will lead you only into the truth, in the right way that you should go. And he is, Jesus said, he's the counselor, the spirit of truth, whom I shall send to you from the Father, who proceeds from the Father. That just means that the counselor uh, comes and he keeps on coming from the Father. So think about it this way. Uh, recently, my son graduated from college, and in that, uh, in that graduation program, there were many, many students, and they came in a long procession. And, at, and I thought that day when I was sitting there, they were going to come and just keep on coming forever. But... Uh, that's the kind of language that the Lord is using here to describe the work of the Spirit. The Spirit comes and comes continually to you. You receive Him through faith. He comes to you in faith, but then He doesn't go away. He stays and He keeps on filling you. He keeps on guiding and counseling and bringing into your remembrance the things of God. And Jesus says, now on the action side of the page, on the verb side, He says, he will bear witness to me, Jesus says. And all that means, bearing witness, is that the Holy Spirit's work in our lives is to always point us in the direction of Jesus. And so, when you're wondering which way you should go in your life, in, in decisions uh, about the everyday things of your life, ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom, and He will always point you in the way that Jesus would have you go. Uh, you remember a few years ago, there were bracelets that a lot of Christians were wearing that said WWJD, what would Jesus do? Well, the Holy Spirit is the one who answers that question for us. He's the one that always points us in the way Jesus would go, and he points us and counsels us in the things that Jesus would want us to do. So you have that spirit in you today. 
if you're a child of God through faith in Jesus. He will point you always to Jesus, and that's comforting to know. So next, let's go to John chapter 16 and look at verses 4 through 11, and we'll see some more about who our counselor, the Spirit, is and, who, and what he wants us to do. John 16, verses 4 through 11. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you, but now I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you ask me, where are you going? Because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For, I do not go away. For if I do not go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convince the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father. And you will see me no more. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. So let's look at this. He says, he will convince the world of sin. And the word convince is another word uh, that we use in, in Christian language is convict. And so he will, he will show me in my heart about my sin. The Spirit will do that. He'll, he'll guide us along the way. But then when we get off track, and often some kind of sinful behavior, the Spirit of God will show us that sin and convince us that it's wrong. Uh, it says he will convince the world, and there he just means he'll convince people. He will convince those who have the Spirit in their heart through faith in Jesus. And he'll convince us, first of all, of sin. And Jesus says, because they do not believe in me, Sin is, is found in us, and our main sin, always, is lack of trust in God. And so, the Spirit of God, again, is like a mirror to us. And so, when we get off of track into a sinful lifestyle of some kind, the Spirit, if we're children of God through faith, the Spirit will continue to show us uh, the wrongness of our behavior. And He'll work in our conscience and he'll work sometimes by bringing guilt into our, into our hearts over what we're doing. The Spirit loves us and, and is always after us to draw us back to the Father. Um, you know, uh, uh, there's this, the Spirit convicts us, and so we need that kind of conviction going on in our hearts because we don't always know the right things to do. And I love it that God loves us so much that when we're his children through faith, he doesn't just allow us to go off and keep on going without coming after us. And that's what he does in his spirit. He comes after us. He shows us our problem. And, uh, and, and also doesn't just show us our problem. Then he points us to the solution. And the solution is always found in Jesus. So he, uh, uh, he convicts us. And he shows us our sin. He convicts us also of righteousness. Jesus says, because I go to the Father. Righteousness is found in Jesus. Uh, and the Spirit will show us that. He will show us the righteousness of Jesus. And he will also show us the righteousness of Jesus so that we can relax as Christians. We can relax knowing that through faith, Today, I'm all right with God. The Spirit can give us that kind of peace, knowing that through faith, 
we're okay with God. And that righteousness is always a gift that comes through faith in Him. It's not anything that we can achieve on our own because we're sinful. But it, it is something that we can receive when we believe in Jesus. And so the Spirit convinces us about righteousness, and also then He convicts us about judgment. He says, because the ruler of this world is, is judged. And Jesus says in John chapter 14 that the ruler of this world is Satan. And so uh, what he means here in this world is that God created the world, but when he talks about the ruler of this world as the devil, what he means by that is the ruler of this sinful, unbelieving world, the world that's apart from the kingdom of God, which exists out there in, in this earth today through people who don't believe and are, and what he says here is that those who don't believe are ruled by the ruler of that world, which is the devil. And, uh, and so he calls us and convinces us that in judgment that it's time for us who are citizens of the kingdom to wake up, to wake up and, and not drift off into a sinful lifestyle, but to come back before it's too late. And the Spirit will do that in us through making us aware of our sin, through making us aware of the guilt of our sin, and always, even though that may seem harsh in some ways, uh, what it is is the tough love of God at work through the Holy Spirit to draw us back to Him. This is the disciplined love of God. You know, a good father always has discipline for his children because discipline is what keeps them from getting in trouble. It helps them learn the lessons of bad behavior so that they can wake up and come out of, of danger. That's the way it is with God. He convinces us about judgment so that we will wake up and come back to Him. And now there's going to be there's a, this diagram on your screen that shows two circles that are entwined with one another. The bigger circle represents the kingdom of God. The smaller circle represents the kingdom of this world, which is that unbelieving world that is ruled by the devil. And if you'll notice... There's, a, there's an intersection between the two circles. And that's where we live right now. We are through children. By we, I mean all who believe in Jesus. Those who believe in Jesus live in the kingdom of God. But because we live in uh, this world today, the devil is still at work. And we get influenced by the things of the devil. And uh, the devil is not in total control of us who believe. Because God lives in us through the person of the Holy Spirit. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. The reason that he says that is because God's will is not always carried out on this earth. Because the ruler of this world is still here. And the devil tempts and the devil causes, uh, causes people to doubt the word of God and to be influenced by him. And so uh, Jesus says later in, in John 14, 30, he says, the ruler of this world is coming and he has no power over me. The devil has no power over, over Jesus, 
But if you are his child through faith today, the devil also has no power over you if you, through faith, are relying on the power of God in, in your life. Uh, I remember attending a funeral one time and hearing uh, somebody was killed in a horrible way. And the pastor there said something to the effect that it must have been God's will that God wanted them in heaven more than he wanted them on earth. And I want you to know today that not everything that happens on this earth is the will of God because the devil is also at work in this world. And uh, we pray, therefore, that God's will will be done, not only on earth, but that God's will will be done in my life. And the Spirit of God will point us to the will of God. Let's get some more in John 16, verses 12 through 15. I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but wherever he hears, whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. And so, he will guide you into all truth. I've talked about that today. Think about it like this. I rented a car a few weeks ago when I was out of town, and it had one of those little GPS navigation systems in it. And uh, all I had to do is put the destination in, and it guided me to my destination. Uh, the Spirit of God living in you is like that. He's your guide. He will guide you in the way that God wants you to go, if you will allow Him to do that. He doesn't speak on His own authority. What He hears from the Father, He will speak. So, from the Spirit of God, you won't get mixed messages. You will only get what the will of God is in your life. He will declare to you the things that are to come, which simply means that he will show you where your hope and your future are in this world. Uh, it's so important to know for you who are believers in Jesus, this world is not all there is. There's so much more waiting for you in eternity with the Father. And the Spirit of God will convince you of that and declare, you, declare to you uh, the hope of God that is living within you. Jesus says, he will glorify me, the Spirit will, and will take what is mine and declare it to you. Glorifying him simply means that he will, uh, he will take what Jesus has said and make it easier to see for you. Uh, the Word of God will be glorified in you. You will, you will see the Word of God clearer through the work of the Spirit in you. And... Uh, and he will continue to declare that to you. It's so important to read the scripture and know the word of God for yourself. But also know that the spirit of God continues to declare the word of God to you in your heart and in your mind. So that it's not all up to you. Uh, your salvation is not all up to you. Jesus died on the cross for you. But... Your daily life in Christ is not only up to you too. You have an advocate who lives in you, who will declare the things of God to you and, and will guide you and counsel you. And then finally, I want you to look uh, at this little illustration. 
and it's simply a telephone. And so your conscience is like a telephone in your life. So that when, when you make decisions in your life, hopefully decisions that are, are good and right, but sometimes you don't, then whenever your conscience is at work, it's like a telephone that rings in your mind and in your heart. And the con you need to know, though, that your conscience is not only influenced by the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Holy Spirit works on your conscience, yes, of course. But also the devil works on your conscience and other people work on your conscience. And the devil and other people are not always, the devil is never interested in guiding you in the way of God. And other people aren't always either. They can be bad influences on your life and try to convince you to do something that is